Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95, page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 40 Page 390. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my calling. He brought me also out of the horrible pit, out of the mire and clay, and set my feet upon the rock, and ordered my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even a thanksgiving unto our God. Many shall see it, and fear, and shall put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that hath set his hope in the Lord, and turned not unto the proud, and to such as go about with lies. O Lord my God, great are the wondrous works which thou hast done, like as be also thy thoughts, which are to usward. And yet there is no man that ordereth them unto thee. If I should declare them and speak of them, they should be more than I am able to express. Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but mine ears hast thou opened. Burnt, sat, burnt offering and sacrifice for sin hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me, that I should fulfill thy will, O my God. I am content to do it, yea, thy law is within my heart. I have declared thy righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I will not refrain my lips, O Lord, and that thou knowest. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. My talk hath been of thy truth and of thy salvation. I have not kept back thy loving mercy and truth from the great congregation. Withdraw not thou thy mercy from me, O Lord. 
let thy loving kindness and thy truth always preserve me. For innumerable troubles are come about me. My sins have taken such hold upon me that I am not able to look up. Yea, they are more in number than the hairs of my head, and my heart hath failed me. O Lord, let it be thy pleasure to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to rebuke that wish me evil. Let them be desolate and rewarded with shame that say unto me, Fie upon thee, fie upon thee. Let all those that seek thee be joyful and glad in thee, and let such as love thy salvation say always, The Lord be praised. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord careth for me. Thou art my helper and redeemer. Make no long tarrying, O my God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 28th chapter of the first book of Samuel. In those days the Philistines gathered their forces for war, to fight against Israel. And Akshish said to David, Understand that you and your men are to go out with me in the army. David said to Akshish, Very well, and you shall know what your servant can do. And Akshish said to David, Very well, I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now Samuel had died, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him in Ramah, his own city. And Saul had, put, Saul had put the mediums and the wizards out of the land. The Philistines assembled and came and encamped at Shunem. And Saul gathered all Israel, and they camped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him either by dreams, or by Urim, or by the prophets. Then Saul said to servants, Seek out for me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servants said to him, Behold, there is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself and put on other garments, and went, he and two men with him. And they came to the woman by night. And he said, Divine for me by a spirit, and bring up for me whomsoever I shall name to you. The woman said to him, Surely you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off the mediums and the wizards from the land. Why then are you laying a snare for my life to bring about my death? But Saul swore to her by the Lord, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? He said, Bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice, and the woman said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, Have no fear. What do you see? And the woman said to Saul, I see a God coming up out of the earth. He said to her, What is his appearance? And she said, An old man is coming up, and he is wrapped in a robe. And Saul knew that it was Samuel. And he bowed with his face to the ground and did obeisance. 
Then Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Saul answered, I am in great distress, for the Philistines are warring against me, and God has turned away from me and answers me no more, either by prophets or by dreams. Therefore I have summoned you to tell me what I shall do. And Samuel said, Why then do you ask me, since the Lord has turned from you and become your enemy? The Lord has done to you as he spoke by me, for the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and has given it to your neighbor David. Because you did not obey the voice of the Lord and did not carry out his fierce wrath against Amalek, therefore the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will give Israel also with you into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons shall be with me. The Lord will give the army of Israel also into the hand of the Philistines. Then Saul fell at once full length upon the ground, filled with fear because of the words of Samuel, and there was no strength in him, for he had eaten nothing all day and all night. And the woman came to Saul, and when she had saw that he was terrified, she said to him, Behold, your handmaid has hearkened to you. I have taken my life in my hand, and have hearkened to what you have said to me. Now therefore you also hearken to your handmaid, and let me set a morsel of bread before you, and eat that you may have strength when you go on your way. He refused and said, I will not eat. But his servants together with the woman urged him, and he hearkened to their words. So he arose from the earth and sat upon the bed. Now the woman had a fatted calf in the house, and she quickly killed it, and she took flour and kneaded it and baked unleavened bread of it. And she put it before Saul and his servants, and they ate. Then they rose and went away that night. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 29th verse of the 19th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And it came to pass when he drew near to Bethage and Bethany at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite you, where as you enter you will find a colt tied, and no one on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, Why are you loosing it? Thus you shall say to him, Because the Lord hath need of it. So those who were sent went their way and found it, just as he had said to them. But as they were loosening the colt, the owners of it said to them, Why are you loosening the colt? And they said, The Lord hath need of him. 
Then they brought him to Jesus, and they threw their own clothes on the colt, and they set Jesus on him. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then, as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Now as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you had known, even you, especially in this your day, the things that might make for you for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you, and close in on you, close you in on every side, and level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not leave in you one stone upon another because you did not know the time of your visitation. Then he went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in there, saying to them, It is written, My house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be safe from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, 
and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions, make them to ask such things as shall please thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have uh, today the sort of prelude to the tragic end of Saul, where he goes and visits uh, the medium, or traditionally the King James, the Witch of Endor. And the Torah prohibited uh, having people who tried to access spirits of the dead, um, not because it, it, it said that this realm was, was not a real realm, it, it was because God doesn't want us to um, be guided by that kind of conversation. He wants us to follow his word and his voice. And and so the idea that, that the medium would sort of um, channel and, and it might be that there was like a, they'd hear some kind of sound or voice that they would tell people, hey, this was, this is, um, you know, the person you want to talk to. You, when you're dealing in that realm of spirits, you don't know whether it's the person you wanted to talk to, a demon impersonating the person you wanted to talk to. You have no idea the realm of thing you're dealing with. That's why God says don't have anything to do with it. And so when, when she begins this thing and Samuel appears in person, the usual thing she probably did was some sort of secretive, I don't know, noise or uttering. And now she sees something that she realizes that 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 she's in a she she is encountering something different than she'd ever seen before, and um and so Samuel comes and gives gives Saul uh, the, the bad news. It's ironic, you know, he's looking to pray to God for some guidance in battle. Instead, he goes to the witch who calls up Samuel and says, "You're going to lose and die." which is normally when you called the priest and called the, the Urim and Thummim, you, you, you'd get the good news of how you would win the battle, which David typically does. And so the overarching point of the story, here is Saul, who is not, 
heeded the voice of the Lord all along. And, and Samuel harkens back to the failure to carry out the holy war against Amalek. And then he's always reacting anxiously to the crowd, not acting out of his principles of faith. And here even now, the missing element in Saul here is what we call repentance. Uh, what Saul should at this end of life come to is, is the realization that I'm in this place because I have systematically not listened to God. And, I, and if there's repentance and sackcloth and ashes and asking God, you know, to come now, but absent that repentance, if if we, and this is the lesson for our own lives, is if we habitually refuse to live by the word of God, what God clearly says to do and not do, uh, the way he instructs us to live in this daily conversation and prayer, as we say in the Psalm today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If we've refused to do that, and we get into an emergency, and then we're gonna, okay, I need God, I need God, um, God's not going to show up like a waiter, you know, hey, I need a, you know, I need a dessert quickly. You know, the way to, to follow God is we live in a relationship of communion with him where we attune our lives to his voice by reading the scriptures, by listening to the voice of wise counsel, living in the realm of being led by the spirit. It's a way of life. It's not something we can ignore all the time. And then when we're really in dire straits, say, hey, God, you know, uh, help me now. Uh, and if we are that, if we have, if somebody's done that in their life, the only way to move into a place of hearing the voice of God is to repent, to realize you haven't done any of that, to change your way of life and begin to do that. It's a little connection to the New Testament lesson where Jesus is coming into Jerusalem and he, and he, he cries over the city. It was our gospel for yesterday also, because he knows they're going to reject him. They're not going to, they've not listened to his voice. And it's, it's significant that Jerusalem that kills the prophets and stones the messenger sent to her is a very religious place, but they're carrying this religion. We're not really listening to the voice of God. And so Jerusalem as a city that rejects the Messiah, the, the, the word of God, is going to suffer the same fate as Saul. And was going to cry out, help us, help us. It hasn't listened to the word, hasn't received the word made flesh, and therefore its enemies are going to surround it and level it to the ground. It's going to be a catastrophic event in AD 70 when the Romans leveled Jerusalem. And the lesson for us, again, is, is what we say in the Psalm every day today, if you'll hear his voice. God doesn't want us to consult horoscopes or, or magic ways of discerning the future. He wants us to live daily in a relationship with him. As he led Israel to the wilderness by the cloud and pillar of fire, we're to be led by this Holy Spirit each day. As we live in conversation with God, we read, listen to the word of God, and discern where God is leading us. And then God will give us wisdom and insight and guidance and prosper our way and help us succeed in our battles. But if we turn away from the voice of God, do what we want to do, we can't show up in emergency and expect we're going to get you know, the, the bailout apart from a repentance and a reordering of our lives in accordance with his word. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, 
that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience unto their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining in today. Thanks to Chris and Ed and Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, all of you. Have a good Monday. Good job, Ed. <laughs> Indeed. Inaugural reading. Have a great day at school, Schwindemans. <laughs>